This is On the Tee with Anita Marks. This is On the Tee. Now here's your host, Anita Marks. Welcome in On the Tee here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, and uh, this portion of the show brought to you by way Skyway Golf Course over there in Jersey City. Hosting my tournament this this season. Uh, unfortunately, our, uh, our our first date got rained out. So August 16th, I'll have more information for you there if you want to come out and play. Uh, really fantastic nine-hole course. Uh, one of the best courses, I think, um, in the metro area. Um, also uh, also brought to you by Ryan Reynolds Aviation, uh, Aviation Gen. Sorry, Ryan Reynolds Aviation Gen. And... Very interesting week this week because obviously we're getting ready for the open. Little warm up, little precursor, and and that is the Genesis Scottish Open happening right now. So not often do we uh, do we start a show and already uh, dudes are, are almost ready to, to 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 crown a champion and to finish it. And you just heard the update, uh, Robert McIntyre, uh, thirteen under. He's five under today through sixteen. And just to kind of give you an idea, coming into uh, coming into today's round, uh, Rory was at the top of the leaderboard. He still is is, is right there. Um, McIntyre, he's gone through sixteen holes. Rory is at thirteen. That's where we stand right now. But Rory is plus one on the day. So heading into today's final round, uh, the biggest storyline was and still is the weather conditions. Uh, wind gusts. From 36 to 50 miles per hour. One thing that we know about Rory, and by the way, um, heading into uh, to today's round, obviously because he was at the top of the leaderboard, he was favored. So he was 13 under when this bad boy started today, round four. Tom Kim was right behind him at 12 under. Fleetwood at 11 under. Scotty was at 10 under. Just to kind of give you an idea what the leaderboard looked like when they teed off bright and early at... Um, I want to say 4 a.m. That's when this all all took place. And and they're trying to get this in as, as quickly as possible because as the day progresses there in Scotland, weather conditions are only supposed to get worse and, and the wind conditions are supposed to get worse. So they're trying to get this in as quickly as possible. But um, but as we know, Rory looking for his second open title um, this se- the, in his career. Um, one thing that we also did see, even though he was at the top leaderboard, uh, he was struggling putting the ball, and uh, and and that really, even though he was at the top of the leaderboard, he was still uh, sixth in strokes game putting. One thing that we also know about Rory is uh, is is that he doesn't typically do well on Sundays, um, uh, and we talk about it a lot on this program, right? It's one thing to be the hunter; it's another to be hunted. And so really wasn't sure coming in. So full disclosure, last night while I was prepping for the show, I did not throw any coin on on Rory. Heading into this bad boy, if you did see me on Daily Wager, shameless plug, not so shameless, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN2, I picked Hatton to win. Um, He has not won on tour this year, but one would argue that uh, he's been in contention a lot so one would argue that he's the most consistent player all season. Folks might not be aware of this, but he's uh, strokes gained tied for third, strokes gained total behind Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm this season. He's top 50 in strokes gained in all four major categories. So there's that. 
and he has three wins on Lynx courses in his career. So he is tied for third right now. He's three under on the day, uh, but he's on hole 17. So he's almost in the clubhouse. He started strong his first nine holes. He had four birdies out of his first nine holes. Unfortunately, bogeyed 10, bogeyed 13, and just bogeyed 16. So unfortunately, not having as great of a back nine as he had a front nine. Again, he's three under on the day. He's tied for third. So uh, I played him across the board as well. So with that being said, uh, for him to finish in the top five and top 10, uh, you're, you're, you're definitely winning money. As for Rory, had a rough front nine. Bogeyed two, five, eight, and nine. How about that? Birdied three, seven, and 11. Has two pars now. Again, he's on hole 14. We'll see if he can bring it home, but he's plus one on the day. Again, another reason why I uh, I, I faded Rory today. Um, I did put some money on JT Poston. Uh, good at the John Deere Classic. Uh, three straight rounds that he shot in the 60s. He's fourth in putting and ninth in approach coming in. But unfortunately, he's plus one today. So he's nine under, so he's tied for ninth. And another guy that I liked coming in was uh, Shane Lowry. Uh, he loves playing in the wind, thrives in windy conditions. And considering coming in, we were talking about 36 to 50 miles per hour. Season vet has won in these conditions before. First in strokes gain putting. First in strokes gain off the tee as well coming into today's round. Um, two tour wins on links on on uh, on links courses like this, strong irons and a hot putter. So, uh, where is Lowry right now? So he's plus two on the day. So that did not bode well for me. He's eight under, so he's tied for eleventh, and he is on fifteen. So uh, last night again, after preparing for the show, those were two guys that I threw some coin on. But thank God I got Hatton across the board uh, prior to the tar- tournament starting. And hopefully he can uh, stay at tied for third um, and uh, and finish in in the top five. So who is in the top five? Tommy Fleetwood, ten under. Scotty Scheffler, ten under. He's even on the day. And um, and like I said, Hatton is tied for third. Rory is second. He is one shot back to Robert McIntyre, um, who is on hole 16, and he's five under on the day. Datagoff gives him a 57.4% chance of, uh, of winning this bad boy. So who knows? Um, with you for the next hour from 8 to 9, it is on the tee. So maybe we will be able to crown a champ. Guys, we've got Tom and Joe who are producing the show. Gentlemen, I don't think in, in the four or five years, maybe five years, I can't remember, that I've been hosting this golf show, I don't think we've ever been able to like crown a champion live in the hour. There's a first for everything, isn't there? Some people say yes, absolutely. So we'll see what happens. Again, we will keep you posted uh, throughout the remainder of the round. And um, and and hopefully, uh, you know, we're going to spend the majority of the show previewing the Open. A lot of people like to call it the British Open. Um, well, <laughs> those across the pond, the Royal and Ancient Golf Club of St. Andrews just likes for you to call it the Open. I'm sure they feel it's the best tournament um, <laughs> of the season, but 
really interesting. One of the big metrics, and, and, and again, we've got John Mascari, head pro at Alpine Country Club, who's going to be joining us on the program. Jimmy Hanlon is going to be joining us on the program as well. We're going to spend a lot of time previewing the Open that kicks off on Thursday. It's going to be, be played at the Royal Liverpool Golf Club in England, the 151st of. But a big metric, and I, we're going to dive into all of it, um, is the importance of playing across the pond on a Lynx course, hence this Genesis Scottish Open, to get you ready. In fact, seven of the last 10 winners who've won the Open played the, the, the Scottish Open. Almost eight of the last 10. If Kuchar would have won, it would have been eight of the last 10. So, uh, you know, when, when, you're, when, you're, when you're looking at who you think potentially could, uh, could win the Open, keep an eye on all the cats that teed off in the Scottish Open, especially those right now that are atop of the leaderboard. Um, and, and also, uh, you know, you've got a few guys that obviously are, have some really, really good odds coming off the Live tournament. As we know, the Live guys cannot play in the Scottish Open because of all the reasons why. Uh, but Live actually had a tournament in London, the Live Golf London where last week, Cam Smith won wire to wire. DJ finished in the top five. So those are two guys uh, that I'm going to be eyeing as we get closer to Thursday and the open teen off. That's for sure. All right. Um, so again, keep you posted on the Scottish Open as things materialize. Um, a deep dive into previewing the Open, a.k.a. the British Open for you with John Mascari and Jimmy Hanlon. Also... Uh, Golf Digest, I've been talking about this for a few weeks now. Golf Digest has a great article out. The best courses in, and they went, they spanned the country. The best courses, and finally, we've got New York and New Jersey. So I'm going to dive into these with John Mascari. We'll see how many have I played, how many has John Mascari played, where do they rank. Uh, I can't wait to do that. That's going to be fun. As always, we'll get you your weather report heading into this week, hopefully better than today. Today is just absolutely garbage out there, unfortunately. And here's another thing. You know, have you got, by the way, have you guys been to the Dream Mall, American Dream? Have you guys checked that out yet? Since they charged me for parking, no. <laughs> Tom. It's, all, it's also like an hour away from me, to be fair. Like, I have wanted to go, um, but the pricing, to be honest, has uh, turned me off from going. So, so you know me. My Sundays, spend the morning with you guys, host Sports Talk Radio at noon, get myself ready, go play a few hours of pickleball, come back, take my dogs to the dog park, have dinner with, um, you know, somebody important in my life. And then, um, and then get ready for my week. That's pretty much that's pretty much my Sunday. Obviously, not playing pickleball in these kind of weather conditions. So I said to myself, you know what? I've never been to the American Dream Mall before. Um, and there's a perfect day. I'm not I'm not your typical chick. Um, I'm not into shopping. I don't like going to the mall. If anything, like I'll go online. I'll order stuff online. I'm actually quite good at that. Actually, too good at that. Um, but I was just like, you know what? Today is a today is a, a bum day. It's rainy out, flash flood, whatever, flood warnings here in Hoboken. Let, let me let me look into going to the mall. And and I haven't been to the American Dream Mall, and I hear phenomenal things about it. But So I was texting some friends, hey, what are you guys doing today? Want to wanna take a trip to the mall? And they're like, yeah, to do what? Eat? All the, all the shops are closed. I was like, what? 
Why would a shop be closed on Sunday? Is that the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard in your life? That the shops aren't open on Monday? It's some it's some New Jersey law. Are you aware of that? Wait, what? What? Like, I know Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays, but that's like a whole thing that they're doing with like religious and their company and all that. I've never heard of what New Jersey law is this. You need to inform us a little bit more well, of what you're talking about. I think maybe somebody maybe somebody could call in because now like now I'm like, am I going to go see a movie? Barbie's not out yet. Isn't that uh, do a I really want to sing too on Mondays that all the business? I thought that was just a Paramus thing where it was like it, within the city limits of Paramus. Just all the businesses are closed on Mondays. Why? It's the stu- It's Sunday. It's Jersey. I don't know. I, it's stupid. You, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, Ocean Grove down by the shore in uh, New Jersey used to do the same thing on Sundays because they were a religious town, I believe, back in the day. I don't know if they still it's practice just, that. It's, but, it's just, yeah, it's, stupid, it's absolutely, re- it's abs. So now I'm like, oh, snap. I, I was like ready to head to the mall, spin some coin. I haven't been to the mall in a year. I can't even remember the last time I went to a mall. This would be the perfect day. Rainy, gross, can't play pickleball, can't play golf. Let me get in the car. Let me go to American Dream, spend some money, do some shopping, have some. Now, now I'm like, what am I going to do? Well, so now I'm like, now I'm like, now I'm looking at, I'm looking at movies, but Barbie's not out. I don't want to sit through three and a half hours of, um, what do you call it? The Tom Cruise movie. Oh, Mission Um, Impossible. Yeah. It's three and a half hours. Oh, geez. Well, Three and a half hours. Well, they also have other things. Who there, does too. that? If you're into roller coasters, they have a theme park there. And if and if it's not wet enough on this Sunday already because of all the flooding and the rain, then there's a water park there too. Yeah, no, not for me. I want to go shopping. So anyway, so now I'm sitting here and I'm for the next four hours uh, I'm going to be contemplating what am I going to do this afternoon? I really what I should be doing is cleaning. I should do a thorough. I I, I never got to my spring cleaning, and I know we're towards the the tail end of summer. I never even got to my spring cleaning. That's really what I should do today. Um, but anyway, I might be I might be looking for some. If anybody knows indoor, if, if there's some great indoor pickleball courts that um, that that we could rent for on the hour, uh, please hit me up. Let me know. That might be game plan B. But again, I just Jersey got to got to do better. Got to get better. This is ridiculous. That you you're, you you can't go shopping on on Sunday, of all days. Make it a weekday. You can't. I, I don't understand. I don't. Anyway, I, I I can go on for hours with this, and I won't because this is a golf show. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll be right back. John Mescari is going to join us here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is On the Tee with Anita Marks. We're going to have John Muscari join us in just a second, but Kevin and Paramus is calling in to explain uh, the, uh, it, it's the, hold on, somebody just texted me this as well, the uh, Bergen County, New Jersey blue laws. Kevin, I, I, I get it, but like, why, why is this even a law? Why are shops closed on Sunday? Hey, I appreciate you having me on. So I'm 30 years old. I, these blue laws are a little bit outdated because with Amazon and everything, but pretty much with the, every, like, before internet shopping and online, uh, Paramus was a nightmare with traffic every single day. So they did the blue laws to have one day of uh, quote unquote peace. But, uh, you know, now that, you know, Amazon and everything else, I think they're a little outdated. But back in the day, when I was younger, the blue laws were necessary because the traffic was insane during the holidays. Kevin, thanks for the phone call. I, I still, I don't get it. Let's bring in John Muscari. John, we, we got on this topic because it's rainy out, can't play golf, can't play pickleball. I'm actually looking for an indoor court. If anybody knows one that I could rent, please hit me up. Um, and I was going to go to the American Dream. And, and then I was texting some friends and they're like, why go there? Shops are closed. I was like, it's Sunday. Ridiculous, right? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I never got that whole blue off thing. I mean, imagine owning a store and having to close on a Sunday. I mean, that's probably one of your busiest days of the week, you'd think. Exactly. Just just dumb. Just dumb, dumb, dumb. All right, um, let's talk golf. And uh, where it stands right now, I've got the leaderboard right here in front of me. And by the way, that leaderboard brought to you by Ryan Reynolds Aviation Gen. Robert McIntyre at the top leaderboard right now, 13 under. Uh, he's five under through the day, tied with Rory. Rory's even through the day, so both of them are 13 under. Rory's on hole number 14. McIntyre's on hole number 17. Rory given a 55, 50.5% chance of winning this bad boy. Knowing how he does not do well on Sundays, did you have confidence with him coming in today? Yeah, I mean, how can you not if you're playing great golf? But, um, you know, watching live right now, we just saw Robert McIntyre hit an unbelievable shot on 18 to about six feet for birdie to take the lead. So it might, might mean Rory might have to make one or two coming in to take this title from uh, the hometown boy, Robert McIntyre. So we'll see what happens there again. I think this is the first time in the history of our show, John, that we're going to crown a winner live. I, I don't know. It's, it's already <laughs> eight Rory's on hole 14, probably not. Um, but, uh, but, but still very, very interesting. Uh, let, let's talk about the Open, right? Uh, many call it the British Open. Uh, the Open heading in. As we know, Tiger won it back in uh, 2006. Rory won it in 2014. A lot of people feel that it's necessary. Very important. Seven of the last ten winners played in the Genesis Scottish Open who won the Open. Are you giving a lot of weight? Like when you're picking who's going to win the Open next week, are you looking at the guys who played this week? Yeah, for sure. I mean, especially today because the weather has changed so much at the Renaissance Club. The last three days has been pretty calm, and now these golfers are facing steady 20, 25-mile-an-hour winds, and you've seen the leaderboard kind of get bunched up a little bit because of that, and you like to see the players, how they navigate through the tough conditions. And 
Lee Lake is certainly a difficult golf course. It's a challenge. Um, even though it's one of the shorter layouts, it does have holes that um, <laughs> will give players fits. And, you know, that, that English weather will come into effect, of course. So I love to see the guys kind of get their feet wet at the Scottish Open and see how they do uh, the next week. But, yeah, it's certainly something I think about. Um, you know, a- another thing, you know, I-, I came across some really, really interesting trends uh, in regard to and, and And nothing, I'm not going out on a limb here. I'm not breaking news. Obviously, you want to look at guys who are coming in. They're in really good form. You want to look at guys coming in. They've won already this year on tour uh, or past track record of majors performing on the big stage, all the things. Um, obviously this is a links course. Uh, who, who are you looking? Give me your, your top two, three guys that, that you are going to possibly go to the window and, and throw some money on as we get closer to Thursday. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've, I've, I've already gone to the window to be honest with some of these guys just because the numbers I thought were pretty good. Um, what I'm looking for is people that are accurate off the tee. I uh, hit a lot of greens. So greens and regulation numbers, uh, stroke gain on approach and, and frankly, scrambling. Okay, so if you're going to miss the green, how do you get it back in play? How do you make a, a par from, from jail? And all, all numbers point to a few players. So looking at driving accuracy, Collar Morikawa is fifth. And he's going out at, I think, plus 2,800 to win. So definitely putting money on Colin. I've been kind of on him ever since the Travelers when he played real well. Uh, but it's kind of tough for me not to look at Scotty Scheffler. You're seeing him compete at the Scottish Open right now. I think he's tied for fifth. Number one in greens and regulation on the tour. Also first in stroke gains on approach. Number four in scrambling. So really a key factor for me is how Scotty is able to navigate the Lynx golf courses. Um, if he can only get that putter really going, if we talk, it seems like we talk about it every week with Scotty's striking the ball better than anyone out there, but it looks like he's putting left-handed. So let's hope he can get that going. Um, I also love Rory in the top five. Victor Hovland in the top five at plus 400. Uh, top 10 for me is Terrell Hatton. I mean, you're seeing him hang around this week at the Scottish Open. Xander Shaffley. Uh, Justin Rose is a plus 170 to be a top 20 pick. And I can't believe plus 220 for Cam Young for a top 20. You guys are defending champ. So I got some shekels out there. It's my favorite, my favorite major. I love getting up early and watching like we're seeing right now. I love the conditions, and uh, it would be a great way to finish off the majors for 2023. Is it? Is it? It's your favorite of all the four? My favorite. Absolutely. Interesting. Oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that about you. Things you, things you learn about your friend each and every day. Hey, before we let you oh, go, yeah. Golf Digest, we talked about this last week um, or, or two weeks ago. Golf Digest has a great article out, the best courses in, in all states, right? And so New York and New Jersey are up now. Let's take a look at, at New York. Shinnecock, they have number one. National number two, Fisher's Island three, Wingfoot four, and Friars Head five. Out of those five, I've played two. How many of them have you played, and do you agree with that top five? I've played three, and I would probably flip National and Shinnecock. National number one for me. Really? Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. um, I've it's, played it's Friars. I can play every day if I had to. Yep. Love it. Um, I've played Friars Head and Wingfoot. 
So, and by the way, it's it's wing foot west. So wing foot west, wing, wing foot east, I think rounds out the top 10, but wing foot west yeah, uh, right. is four, like Friars head uh, is five. <laughs> wing foot east is, I think you said 10th. So imagine having yeah. uh, number four, number 10 in your backyard like that. It's awesome. Unbelievable. Um, so, uh, so in New Jersey, Pine Valley one, Baltistral two, um, Somerset three, uh, well, Baltistral, this is interesting. Um, Baltistral lower two, upper four, and Plainfield Country Club is five. And I, so I played on one, two, three, four. So I played on four. I have not played Pine Valley. So I played two through five. I did not play Pine Valley. Um, how many of the top five have you played in? And do you agree with that list? I've played all of them except for Pine Valley as well. Um, oh, okay. All right. Well, that's our next, that's our next, that's what you and I need to do. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I think Somerset Hills is a little high, um, to be honest. It it gets a lot of recognition, but I don't think it's the the third best. I'd put Plainfield above it. I think Ridgewood is great. Um, Ridgewood comes in at six. That comes in at seven. Bayonne at nine. I played Bayonne, which I thought was amazing as well. Liberty at 10. I playing there last week. Yep. Just to name a few. Liberty Essex is, is at 13. So Arcola is at Arcola, 16. Another Bergen County place, right? Yeah. So lots of love to New Jersey out there. Um, you rock, my friend. Good luck this, good luck this coming you. week, especially since it's your favorite yep. of all four majors. It's love it. John Muscari. I love getting up early. Yep. <laughs> John Mascari joining us, head pro, head pro at Alpine Country Club. Always great having you on, John. Thank you so much. Okay, you have a great day, everyone. You got it. Uh, Jimmy Hanlon joins us next. We'll do an even deeper dive into the Open coming your way next here on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is On the Tee with Anita Marks. Welcome back to On the Tee here on 98.7 ESPN. And joining us now is Jimmy Hanlon, like he has uh, many, many, many times before in a special week because we are uh, close to uh, the final major of the season. Uh, some people like to call it the British Open. They like to call it just the Open. Um, and uh, and Jimmy joining us uh, has his own TV and radio shows, got his finger on the pulse of the PGA Tour better than most. So, Jimmy, great to have you back on. How you doing? Thanks, Anita. You should be in Ohio right now, actually. It's like the, the heart of golf right now. The LPGA Tour is in Toledo. The PGA Tour champions is uh, here at Firestone and Akron. I'm, I mean, there's so much golf going on in Ohio right now. It's... Uh, feels like england it's the home of golf <laughs> yeah really uh, by the way i, I think I, I've, I've told you this before my my family my father's side of my family originally from akron cahoga 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 falls cahoga falls i want yeah yeah, yeah i want to see that's, 
So the PGA Tour Champions is about 10 minutes from there right now. So, uh, you know, all the, all the great players. And I was actually down there this week, and it was pretty cool to, like, yeah, it's different on the PGA Tour Champions. They got, like, I, I emceed the Pro-Am party, and you look around, and, like, Justin Leonard and Retief Goosen and John, they're all, mm. like, just hanging out at the Pro-Am party, right? They, they just want something to do on a Tuesday night where you would never really see that in a PGA Tour event where the guys just come and hang out when they're not getting paid or, you know, and it really, you know, it doesn't really fit in their schedule. But with these guys, you know, they're just retirees looking for something to do on a Tuesday night during the party, and it was it was pretty cool to see those guys around. That is cool. Um, I'll tell you what else is cool. Uh, coming up next week, the Open. Royal Liverpool Golf Club in England. Um, uh, known as, it, Hoy, am I pronounced, Hoy Lake? Hoy Lake, because it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 right, it's right on a river. This is also something really interesting as well. Um, this Lynx course, it is the second oldest Lynx course in England. So I should say second oldest seaside Lynx course in England used to be a former race course, uh, 71 par 71, 7,283 yards. Um, what can you tell us about this track as we get closer to the fourth major of the season? Well, I think the most interesting thing for fans, if they, you know, they're not that familiar with it, you know, the last two winners there have been Tiger and Rory. You know, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. That tells me if I'm a, I'm a better that okay it's probably a, a ball strikers golf course right some that can control their ball pretty well because those those guys do that um but I think that the most interesting thing is most of these golf courses St. Andrews and you know Carnoustie they don't really change them very much right like there's it's such history involved in it and they would never go change a golf hole on St. Andrews or whatever this place they make a lot of changes here right in between open championships um, they changed the size of bunkers. They, there's actually a hole, a par three, I believe it's 17. I'm almost positive it's 17, that they switched directions. So last time when Rory won there, let's say it went uh, east to west. Now it goes west to east. It's a 180-degree switch. So for some reason at this club, they don't mind making major changes to the golf course, and uh, they seem to do it a lot. So if you think you have a little hometown information here, you can show up, and if you haven't been here in a while, you could see, a, you know, I don't want to say a completely different golf course, but uh, a lot of change, which, again, is not very typical when you're talking to golf courses over the sea. Yeah, you're talking about the uh, hole number 17, the par 3. It's 134 yards, and it's called Little Eye. Uh, that's the one you're talking about. Also, something really interesting here is that hole 17 and 18 that the members play are going to be holes 1 and 2. For the tournament um, metrics that I'm going to be keeping an eye on driving accuracy, driving distance, greens and regulation, scrambling a little bit on putting Tiger Woods, as you said, won back in 2016. He only used his driver once. He was first in driving accuracy and greens and regulation. When Rory won in 2014, he was first in driving distance. So very interesting when Tiger won. And, and of course, several, several, several years ago in 2006, he only used his driver once. Here's something interesting as well. Um, many f- people feel that playing the Scottish Open is a big key to winning the Open. All right. When Rory, uh, back in, in, in again, 2014, he finished 14th at the Scottish Open, came back and, of course, won the Open. Seven of the last 10 winners, almost eight, played in the Scottish. So, so how, much, how much weight are you giving 
Um, when, when you're picking a winner, are you looking at who teed it up last week at the Scottish, Scottish or I should say this week at the Scottish Open? Well, I think it a lot depends on the weather, right? I mean, we've seen British Opens where the where the weather is like America, right, where it's sunny and we don't get a lot of wind and and it's very comfortable golf. And I don't think playing the Scottish Open helps you much there because you know you're just not seeing what what you typically would see over there, and it, it can be that way. But and I think that's why the Open Championship is the hardest to, to handicap, truthfully, because you have no idea what you're going to get, right? I mean, you just have no idea. And I think that, you know, if we get windy conditions where you got to keep the ball on the ground a little more, and I mean, let me tell you how windy it can get here. They, they actually changed the bunkers from 2006 to 2014, right? It's a great story. They made them smaller, and they didn't make them smaller to make them more difficult. They made them smaller because the wind was blowing the sand out of the bunkers. They were having a hard time keeping the sand in the bunkers. They made them smaller so so it would you know blow out less. So. That's how much the weather can, can affect the golf here. And so I think that if we get those types of conditions, then absolutely playing over there and starting to feel the, the ball on the ground or hitting different shots and maybe dealing with a little bit of different weather is, is, is a big key, right? And, and some of the guys have been over here playing in the United States. You know, they haven't seen any of that. We're in the summertime right now, right? They're flying the ball in the air and stopping it on a dime on the greens. And, you know, we haven't really seen that type of weather. So, sure, getting used to that is – is a huge advantage, but you just don't know what we're going to see. And we won't know until, you know, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, probably the forecast for the week. Um, but I think it's a big advantage. And I think guys that grew up playing in that, when you're looking at this and handicapping it, and, you know, if we catch that kind of weather, you know, you got to look at throwing some late money on some of these guys. I mean, Tommy Fleetwood grew up here, right? He didn't grow up on the golf course. He grew up about 20 minutes from, from this golf course, but he spent some time in the town. He knows the weather. He obviously knows the, he knows the type of golf that you got to play. And, you know, he's been playing pretty good golf, too. So those are the kind of guys you look at and you go, oh, man, like anytime you have a little home, home course advantage from a standpoint of just even being in the area, it's got to be a help. It can't be a hurt, that's for sure. Again, Jimmy Henlon joining us here on uh, 98.7 ESPN. I'm going to share some trends with you uh, that are kind of interesting. In the last 10 years, um, dudes who've won the Open, six of the last 10 came into this ranked in the top 10 uh, in the world. Um, the last 10 winners, four of them Americans, four of them Europeans, two international. The average age is around 28, and eight of the last 10 teed it up the week before. So whether that's live, whether that's the Scottish Open, um, and, and of course, and, and, and coming into this, obviously you want to look at guys that are in good form. You want to look at guys who've won a major before you want to look at guys who've uh, so far this season have won a tournament. You want to look at guys that are up on the top of the FedEx cup standings. So with all that in, in regard to the trends, I'm just going to throw out a few names that hit these trends. Justin Rose, Hovland, Scotty Scheffler, Rory, Fowler, Rom, Shoffley, Colin, and Brooks Kepka. So out of those who I've just, those names I've just thrown your way, is there somebody out there that, that sticks out to you that you're like, yeah, you know what? That could be him. Well, the, the one that sticks out to me the most, because I got him early, right, um, is, is Ricky, right? So Ricky was at 42 plus 4,200 a couple, about a week and a half ago, right? It's like, what are you talking about? This guy's playing phenomenal golf. He's a great ball striker. He can flight the ball down. He puts it really good. He's a great long putter, right? Ricky's a great long putter, which is 
you know, a necessity in this, this type of, uh, you know, golf course. But now he's a plus 2,200, so everybody in the world thought the same thing that I thought, right? So when they saw him up there, you know. So I, I really like Ricky this week. I, I just think that um, he's in great form. Uh, you know, he, his attitude is really good. He obviously just won a few weeks ago. Um, and, and he's, you know, I, I think everybody else likes him too, and, and that's a little scary sometimes, you know, in the gambling world. But, um, you know, I, I think that he could – he could be somebody that that's uh, that's successful, and and the other one is Brooks, right? I mean, I think Brooks is a great ball striker. It depends on what Brooks we see, right? But it is a major championship. Uh, it's one of those things where um, he just seems to step up, and we rarely don't see him, um, you know, with a chance to win the golf tournament, right? I mean, if if it's a major, it's very rare that Brooks Kepka isn't in the mix. Um, so those two guys are guys that I'm looking at right now. I just don't, and I don't know about you, Anita, I just don't know what to do with Scotty Scheffler, right? I, mm-hmm. I just don't know what to do with the guy. Like, like, I mean, you know he's going to be up there because he just hits it so good, right? It just doesn't even matter. He can't putt bad enough to be out of the chance to win a tournament. That's how good he hits it. But I don't know, can you, can you play a guy that, that just isn't making any putts? That's really, really hard to do. And that's why he hasn't won. But, like, you know, every once in a while you just got to fall into one, right, when you're up there every single time, even if you're putting bad. Um, but I, I just I can't figure out what to do with Scotty, and it's, it's perplexing to me right now. Yeah, I hear you. Um, you know, he's uh, he is participating in the Scottish Open, as we know. And um, and I want to say 59th in putting. But what's so what's so unbelievable in that strokes gained, right? Yeah, 59th in putting heading into today's round. But what's unbelievable is each and every week he's in the top five, Jimmy. He's in the top five because because his ball striking is, dare I say, maybe even better, having a an even epic season in regard to ball striking, better than anything we even seen Tiger Woods put together. So could you imagine he's been finishing the top five? In, in a slew of tournaments for the past two months, since the Phoenix Open is when his putter went awry. So could you imagine if his putter was actually behaving, how many tournaments he would have won leading up to the British Open? It's, it's mind-boggling. I, I, we're not talking about a guy that's a bad putter, right? We're talking about a guy that, you know, traditionally is a, it's a pretty good putter, right? Last year he putted pretty good, right? I mean, he's not a horrible putter. Just as you just said, right around... This spring, you know, somewhere around the Phoenix Open, it just he just stopped making them, right? And then you saw him get a little less aggressive, right? You see the ball, if you guys, if you watch, and as a teaching professional, you know, this is something that I picked up on really early in, his, in, in watching him play this year. You watch the ball kind of dying before the hole. You watch him maybe leave and putt short. You watch him kind of like nothing has any charge going into the hole. Everything has like a little fall off going into the hole, right? That's somebody with no confidence, right? That's somebody that doesn't want to see the three-footer on the way back is what that is. And that's what you're seeing out of Scotty right now is just extreme lack of confidence, right? I guarantee you with all the help that he has and the ability to work on stuff, technically it's probably fine. It's probably good, in fact, truthfully. But his problem is he, you know, you can't get in that brain and turn on the confidence and turn off the confidence. And he, he just doesn't have it right now. I mean, if we saw Scotty, as you just said, get into round one and see the ball go into the hole three or four times for him, like, and he just feels like, oh, wow, that hole just got a lot bigger. You could see a Tiger-like win, right? You could see a, 
like a pebble beach where he wins by 12, 13, 14 shots. That's how good he hits the golf ball. But he just, you know, as you just said, I haven't seen him ranked in the top 60 or 70 in putting in a tournament in, in you know, months. And that's a problem to win. It's not a problem, like you said, to finish in the top five or 10 and cash and make some good money. But to win golf tournaments and beat everybody over, you know, 100-plus players in an event, you, you have to be able to make putts, and he just hasn't been able to do it. Again, Jimmy Hanlon joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Okay, before we let you go, um, I, I know you said you're looking at, at Fowler, and understandably so, Brooks as well. I'm going to throw a few your way. Obviously, Rory putting a good show on this week. Like I said, many feel that playing in the Scottish Open, really important and doing well, important to perform well at the British Open. Um, Rom not participating in the Scottish Open, but apparently has been over there across the pond playing in a lot of links courses shown at Bally, Bally, Bally. I know I'm going to, I'm going to butcher this Bally B union. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so there's that, um, something really interesting. And, and I'm going to throw some coin on Cam Smith. You could get him at 14 to one right now. Um, obviously could not play in the Scottish open because it's part of a PGA tour event, but won the live golf London wire to wire last week. So Cam Smith at 14 to one and also DJ, get this man. You could put DJ's 35 to one right now. And he finished fifth at the, uh, live London tournament, seven to one to finish in the top five plus three thirty to finish in the top 10. I might play that across the board. Just unbelievable to, to me that DJ's getting those type of odds. What are your thoughts on those two live players? heading into the open yeah, for, sure. for sure for sure yeah valley bunyan i've actually played valley bunyan actually at uh it's in ireland it's a great golf course i think there's a statue of bill clinton actually at valley bunyan but um um it, it is um uh, you know cam smith is very similar to me with scotty scheffler it's just a matter of time right and when is that time? are you going to pick that right time because you know he admittedly had some time anita where he just didn't work as hard at it, right? He got the money from Liv and just kind of sat back, said, I'm going to use my talents and play golf, and, and kind of fell out of it. And now I think he's, he's digging it out of the dirt, right? I think he's a guy, he's, he's a proud kid, right? And he's one of those kids like, all right, time to go to work again. And, and you're starting to see it in results. He's playing well. He's just not playing like the best player in the world. Could happen at any time, right? Could happen, and it could be this week. And I think those are good odds, and I, I like your, your, your mindset there for sure. I mean, um, and then, uh, you know, DJ, I mean, who knows with DJ, right? I mean, the, probably, honestly, as much as we talk about all these players, probably the most talented player um, on, on the planet. And I bet you if you went around and took a, took a poll, right, and just said, hey, we don't want to know about practice. We don't want to know about anything. We just want to know who you think the most talented player is. I bet you 50% of the guys or more would say Dustin Johnson, right? I mean, it's just, he's just an af- athlete. Guy can stand under a hoop barefoot, jump straight up and dunk a basketball. I mean, he's, he's just a phenomenal athlete, and he's a great player. And, you know, he's getting double the odds of, of a lot of these guys right now, like a Cam Smith or something. I mean, you got to be crazy because, you know, we've seen this guy blow fields away. And, and, and again, it's some of these live guys are just a little questionable of, you know, what are they doing, how much they play, and how hard they work, and you just don't know. And that seems to be another question with, with DJ right now, right, is like, yeah, he can play good golf, but maybe not major championship good golf. But the, and that's probably why he's thirty-five to one right now. But I think it's absolutely worth putting a few bucks on him at, the, at those odds. It's, that's what I when I saw Ricky up there really high. I was like, what what's going on here? Right? Sometimes you catch them where they just, you know, these odds are set by the public, right? We all think that it's 
you know, Vegas that sets these odds and they know something more than we do. I mean, they set the odds, but then when people bet, they're the ones that move them up and down. And so the public isn't seeing it in DJ right now, but that doesn't mean that they're correct by any means. Um, Jimmy, you rock. Always great to have you on and uh, great for you to preview the Open uh, that starts on Thursday. Appreciate you, my friend. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me, Anita. Truly appreciate it. You got it. All right. Uh, still more to come. We'll close the show strong, get you up to speed on the FedEx Cup standings, um, what the weather is going to look like this week, hopefully better than today. So all that coming your way next right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is On the Tee with Anita Marks. Also, uh, time for our leaderboard presented by Glenn Fitch. Um, and right now, Robert McIntyre is in the clubhouse at 14 under. He birdied 18. This is drama at its best. Rory is 13 under. Okay? He's on 17 right now. He needs two birdies to win. He needs one birdie to tie to send this into a playoff. Right now. You can get Rory right now at the window at plus 165 if you think that he will at least birdie one of these holds and possibly send it into a playoff or birdie both and win this bad boy. So you could get Rory right now at plus 165. Talk about drama. Talk about in-live betting. How great is that? Leaderboard brought to you by Glenfitch Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, the world's most awarded single malt Malt Scotch Whiskey, skillfully crafted. Enjoy responsibly. Glenn Fitch, single malt Scotch Whiskey. Alcohol by volume, 40%. 2023, imported by William Grant & Sons. New York, New York. So uh, so there's that. Um, also, by the way, uh, weekend weather report. I know the weekend, uh, the, the weather out there right now is just absolutely disgusting. Just got off the phone with a friend of mine whose uh, husband and son are, are, are contemplating going out and playing in this. Why? What are you doing? Go see a movie. Go play some indoor pickleball. Um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm sorry. Monday, Wednesday, and Sunday. Those are the days that you want to schedule your tea times. Okay? Monday and Wednesday is supposed to be absolutely magnificent. Not a, not a cloud in the sky. On Sunday... Uh, sunny with some clouds, but nonetheless, Monday, Wednesday, Sunday, that's when you want to play. Tuesday, 50% chance of rain. Thursday, 40% chance of rain. Friday, 40% chance of rain. Again, your weekend weather update brought to you by Grand Marnier. Uh, It takes cocktails from ordinary to, of course, unforgettable. And last but not least, uh, let's talk about my picks. Uh, Picks brought to you by Ryan Reynolds Aviation Gen. Um, and, uh, I know we spent a lot of time today talking about the open, the British open that starts on Thursday. So, uh, for me, I'm going in, I'm going to play, I'm going to put some coin on quite a few golfers. So the fact that you can get DJ at 35 to one, how can you not? Even if you just throw $5 on it for him to finish in the top five, seven to one, top 10 plus three thirty. I'm playing him across the board. Uh, Cam Smith, 14 to 1, plus 360 to finish in the top five, plus 175 to finish in the top 10. Uh, He went wire to wire last week at the Live Golf London. So even though he was not allowed to play in the the Genesis Scottish Open, still was able to get some links uh, practice in. So on the Live Tour, I'm playing DJ and Cam Smith. Love me some Hatton. Hatton finished, unfortunately, got, by the way, guys, Hatton finished top nine 
uh, not in the top five. Wah, wah, wah. Nine under. He was one under today, which really stinks because I had him in the top five. Uh, but he's 20 to one heading into the open. Also going to throw some coin on Fleetwood, considering that uh, this is his hometown. He's playing in his own backyard, 20 to one. And I'm going to throw some money on Ricky Fowler. And you could get him at 20 to one as well. As Jimmy Hanlon shared with us, he was 40 to one uh, a few weeks ago before he won on tour. But, uh, but Ricky Fowler, and, and for all the reasons that Jimmy Hanlon uh, expressed. So Fowler, sorry, Fowler, Fleetwood, Hatton, DJ, and Cam Smith. Uh, those are the cats, the dudes I'm going to be throwing some coin on as we get closer to Thursday where the Open will tee off. Again, uh, my picks brought to you by Ryan Reynolds, Aviation Gin, a smoother, more refined gin, Aviation Gin. Um, Diago Spirits remind you to drink responsibly. All right, quick break. We come back. Uh, we've got Wimbledon about to, I don't know, uh, serve off. <laughs> Trying to be cute. I know, tacky. That's me. Um, uh, we, you've, got, you've got the Joker, Djokovic, who's looking for his 24th Grand Slam. Tw- he's got 23. This is history. This, has got, this is history in the making. It's happening as we are going to be um, kicking off the Anita Mark show. Um, the last time that the Joker lost on center court was 10 years ago, 10 years ago. And Carlos Alcaraz, who will be the 20 year old who he will be facing off against today on grass was 14 years old. The last time the Joker lost on center court. Oh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be epic. Uh, we'll keep you posted. Um, serve by serve, match by match, right here on 98.7 ESPN.